Welcome to A Space for Community, the podcast where we explore the spaces and places helping communities to thrive. I'm Georgie and today I'm in Ramsey, a market town in Cambridgeshire, and we're going to find out more about how local community group Ramsey Million are turning a cricket pavilion into a community sporting hub where cricketers and community activities such as youth clubs, dog cafes and coffee mornings will live side by side. And I'm here with Anna and we're stood outside the pavilion. It's definitely a building site. Oh! There we are. Anna, do you want to tell us a bit about how we got here? Yeah, when we did the initial consultation back in 2012, a space for community came up, particularly for young people. But when we followed it through a bit more, we found out there were lots of community activities that needed a place. We've got lots of great facilities in Ramsey for hire. But what we haven't got is a place where people can just drop in, have a coffee, have a talk to other people and those sorts of things. Ramsey's quite difficult because there is no publicly owned land. So we couldn't talk about asset transfers or anything like that. So we had to find a a private facility that would work with us or give us some land. And we've been working with Ramsey Cricket Club for eight years now, running our youth clubs out of the building. What we've come to is a great arrangement where everybody is happy. They've got a fantastic new sports pavilion and we've got a great community space right in our um, area of need you know you can walk more or less from any point in town to here and it's an enormous green space because we have a marvellous cricket field all the way around it so it's it's beautiful I mean we worked with Ramsey Cricket Club for a long time we've run lots of our youth clubs and workshops and things out of the cricket club because it's such a it's an informal space some of the people that we work with don't want to walk into formal spaces they find it intimidating being able to walk into a cricket club and sit in a nice comfy chair and have a cup of coffee and you know it works really well what's this space going to mean to people do you think well i hope it's going to be a place that people feel welcome and they don't feel intimidated by it and although it has to be practical it doesn't appear like communal garden hall for hire you've used local builders as well we have indeed yes hear them working away yeah it's one of our big aims at at ramsey million big local is that we use as many local businesses as possible oh someone walking across the pitch who's that then you can't call it a pitch he gets very upset. Oh, okay. Um, it's got a proper name. It's Outfield, I think it's okay. called. Well, anyway, that's Steve. That's the chairman of the cricket club. Hello, Steve. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> Good, thank you. So really, we just want to know a bit about why are you having a community centre in, in a cricket pavilion? and What does it mean for the cricket club? I've played here for nearly 40 years. My dad played here. I've been a long connection with the club. And it started um, with Val coming, wanting a space for two weeks in the summer to hold um, a youth club. We've sort of grown from there. We had a reasonable nice pavilion, but it was only used for five months of the year. We've got, you know, the biggest beer garden in Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. So we saw there's a lot more that could be done, should be done. It's taken a long time, as I say, nearly seven years to get to this point. Looking forward to sitting on upstairs on the balcony and in a big gin and tonic and look what we've achieved and look, you know, for here forever for everyone to enjoy. So that's that's it really. And what do the cricketers feel about it? Well, they just can't wait for the lovely new pavilion with a big bar and <laughs> where we can have an end of season do here rather than having to go elsewhere and hire and put funds in other people's pockets. So, you know, the balcony, you know, and just... Uh, it's know. a beautiful site. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, we bought this off Lord de Ramsey probably about 45 years ago, something like that. So we own the ground and we were offered 
a fortune to move out to town you know back of beyond so they could build houses so or... they could build houses we thought well no because the kids come for training in the week and something in the middle of town is important it'd be a shame to just for the sake of it um so no we'll be here and certainly we'll be here forever now so which is great thank you so much for coming and chatting to us pleasure hello stella hello what are you doing are you protecting the pavilion <laughs> girl <laughs> are you gonna come to the dog cafe you're more of a cricket dog aren't you than a than a dog cafe dog <laughs> i'm walking with anna it's a nice day for a walk back <laughs> it is and we're walking back now from um the pavilion back to the ramsey library which is in the center of town <laughs> i remember you had a campaign a famous campaign to share well, a bit about that yeah we have few buses as it is there's probably three or four buses in either direction a day stopping at six o'clock in the evening and nothing on a sunday and they were going to cut one of our buses which was the only bus that took us to huntingdon yeah. which was where the hospital and the job centre and various other important services were. And so we worked with the district council and the county council and the mayor and basically we managed to get that decision suspended. At the moment they're doing a big strategy looking at the whole of the transport system in Cambridgeshire. So at the moment that's on hold. But you've got but the bus? We've got the bus, it's still there. We have four main themes and one of them is transport and access. But that doesn't necessarily mean just sorting out the bus system. It actually means access to services and access to activities. So the more that we can organise here, the less people have to travel. Oh, we've arrived at the library. What's one of the library? We like to sort of call it sort of like a services hub. It's a fantastic building. We're really lucky to have it. Our locally trusted is based in there. And so are the children's centre. We also offer things like debt counselling and young people's counselling service. Yeah. And, um, and obviously library activities yeah. and we also run little clubs we have craft groups and crochet groups and we also run twice a week job search we actually did some research and we'd actually worked out that we worked with at least 40 different organizations groups or individuals so you can't say there's nothing going on no <laughs> good boy Good boy. I am here with Alison and Angus, and Alison works here in Ramsey organising a lot of activities. So, Alison, could you just tell us a bit about what I do? I'm manager of the Ramsey Phoenix Project, and I do things like job search. We have lots of activities for people to join in. We do the dog cafe, very important. And just tell us a bit about dog cafe. Oh, I sure will, yeah. It was thinking of things that we could do. Job search was already established on a Monday morning, and what else could we do? to get people to engage which is the big part of all the community work we do because yeah. the one thing the people we were working with was that they were terrified of making a phone call yeah and so it was trying to give them skills that then they could then take into the workplace and one of the big things we did was about animals because the people I was wor- were working with they all had animals and they said that people like them who were nervous who had mental health issues needed animals yeah and so we got the RSPCA in we got the dogs trust in using dogs to make people feel stronger and better about themselves so they said Alison can we open a dog cafe and the cricket club as it was then was where we we did all our training up there people would come in and out it's got the beautiful greens around it yeah so people could bring dogs who were very quiet like mine is sorry I apologize it doesn't make a noise very well behaved and you could bring reactive dogs because we could say sit outside yeah and we'll bring them in slowly but surely and we'll interact with you hence the dog cafe was established sadly because the cricket clubs closed 
we've been homeless. So we've been camping out on the green and they sit out there in their coats and they have a cup of coffee and they have a biscuit. And so we've had people joining us and saying, do you mind if I bring my spouse who's got dementia because they had a dog in their past? And the dogs would go over, of course, and just sniff them and want to be stroked. Hello, Angus. Do you enjoy the dog cafe? You love it, don't you? Ooh. And what people will tell you is that on a Wednesday morning, their dogs are at the front door waiting. Really? So it's become oh, so such a habit for some of them. The dog is ready before the owner is ready. So it's it's like people and dogs look forward to oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm here with Jill and Christine. We're having a lovely old chat about what's going on in Ramsey. Well, it's difficult to know where to begin, really. There are so many different activities for every age group in this town. I'm a relative newcomer. I've only been in town for four years, whereas Jill grew up in this area. I did indeed. <laughs> Lifelong resident. <laughs> so at the moment, all the activities are dotted around Ramsey. But when we get the pavilion, what's that going to mean for people? Well, I think for a lot of the clubs, <laughs> they will look forward to having a permanent home. So often, if you rent the community centre, you see ladies arriving with their bags full of cakes and cookies and bottles of milk and sugar at the pavilion. They will be able to have a cupboard where they store their supplies. It will be like a little home. <laughs> To, it'll, yes, it. it'll be a permanent home. They won't feel like nomads wandering around town. Because at the it, moment, all the spaces are... You're in the doctors, you're at a lunch club on the side of the doctors. We're in the Methodist church, we're in yeah. the library. Yeah. So it's like a kind of a living room. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Living yes, room for nice yeah. And you've got yeah. the, the youth club. Yeah, Bosch, Crunch. And the other thing that the uh, pavilion will provide is a drop-in centre. So for people who are not necessarily involved with formal mm-hmm. clubs, but they just don't want to sit at home. So yeah. if they want yeah, to pop down to and pop have a down. cup of tea, they'll find someone there. So whether it's a mother at home with a young baby or whether yeah. it's a senior that's retired and missing the social yeah. interaction, there will be a space for them to come. Yeah, because um, you, don't, you don't have those spaces anymore, no, do you? No, we don't. And that's another group that there is as well, isn't there? Sit and natter. Sit and natter. Sit, sit, well, it's walk and natter. They do an hour's walk if they want to. Yeah. During the COVID lockdown, yeah, with um, young there were mums. young mothers posting on our local Facebook page that they'd had a baby and the baby was born nine months ago. But really, there's that they've had no social interaction. And yeah. was there anywhere for young mothers to meet up? So Val launched this program literally at the end of COVID. Yeah. So they meet at the community centre. They go for a stroll and then they go back and sit down yeah. and just have Nata. a natter. Yeah. All ages covered then? Yes, from newborns to the elderly. Yeah. And I think the other important thing is it's the cross-section of the generations. Old people don't always just want to sit down and talk no. to old people. The they people like know. to see they, young children yeah. running around. They yeah. like to listen to young mothers. For them, it's nice to even ask older people for some advice. Yeah. But, you know, Was it always like this? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been really hard for new mums during the pandemic. It has. Yeah. No, none of that advice you'd normally get from mm, yeah. being around people. Yeah, it's amazing that things just start in Ramsey. It's unusual. Not in big local, of course. But no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've heard a lot about Val already and all the work she does in Ramsey. I think we've even heard her called Viral Val. Can you tell us a bit more about that? When I first became chair, I needed someone to sort of fill me in in the background. And Val was always my go-to person. She had not only been involved with Ramsey for many, many years, but 
she was part of the Ramsey Town Partnership, which was sort of an earlier iteration of Ramsey Neighbourhoods Trust. She understood the Ramsey Million money, how it should be spent. She was the person that really helped pull that together. So Val's been involved with Ramsey Million since the start? Yes, yeah, way before I came on board. Do you know why Val is called Viral Val? I think she got the nickname because during lockdown she would run the youth clubs online. It was very successful. Uh, Yes, she was absolutely fantastic at it. It went down very well. It went viral. It It went went viral. Yes, it spread way beyond (laughs) the the groups. Yeah, yeah, it was going out on Facebook links. So everybody else was like tuning in to watch it as well. So So Val went beyond (laughs) Ramsey. So one of the most popular activities Ramsey Million runs are their youth clubs. And for anyone that's not local, it's worth saying that these groups are called Bosch and Crunch. We'll find out more about them from Val. Oh, Val, it's really nice to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Tell us why you're called Viral Val. Uh, I can say it's nothing to do with COVID. Um, It was as we went into the first lockdown and we realised that we weren't going to be able to operate the youth clubs, we wanted to make sure that we still could keep in touch with all our regulars, even though they were at home. And with um, the Bosch children, who are the five to ten-year-olds, we thought they could follow along with the activities at home. We went live each week at the time the youth club would be on. They could tune in and then they could take part in quizzes or follow along with bacon. And you went viral. Viral, exactly. (laughs) They were very popular. In fact, we had over a thousand people viewed the very first week. So we were sort of blown away, really. And tell us, like, where we are today and what's happening. Obviously, we're back operating our club as usual Um, we're not in our regular location though uh, which would be the cricket club in Ramsey Uh, the guys at the cricket club are fantastic wanting to widen it out rather than just cricket to lots of community activities so while the build goes on there we are in the community centre yeah but with our crunch club the older youth club for 11 to 16 year olds we're having to move locations we were told by local families that they wanted affordable activities and particularly in school holidays and at weekends so in 2013 we launched the first place game and we've done it every summer since and it's not the school holidays now no it's not the school holidays <laughs> now um, so moving on from the play scheme people also wanted after school clubs hence we've now got our weekly um, club and how many children do you have come into the Bosch sessions? Across the summer, we had 98 registered, um, but with Bosch Club after school, we've got around 63 at the moment. But you'll see when they come in, they register at the door, they will all you know, be straight into the activities. There's an amazing staff team here. They have everything ready for them for when club starts at 4.30. And today is Halloween craft, ready for decorating the library. So it's 4.27, so they'll be arriving soon they will arrive very <laughs> soon we'll have someone on the door ready to sign them in and then it's, it's straight into making the spooky bunting yeah. Hi, how are you oscar yeah yeah this is uh, two pounds to come in and how much you want for the top thank you uh 50 today please thank you hello guys how are you there's yours and lenny i've got yours ready as thank well thank you thank you yeah 50 each thank you thank you the queue is mounting for uh, youth club to start. Let's go and meet some of the people who are coming. What's your name? My name's Kate. Hi, Kate. And what's your name? 
Edward and Harvey. Edward and Harvey. And have, how long have you been coming to youth club for? I don't know really. Seven now, so you started when you were five, didn't you? Yeah, so it's been two years two then. Years. Yep, we did Bosch online during lockdown, what didn't we, boys? Amazing. Good fun, wasn't it? And what does like the youth club mean for you as a parent as well? Oh. It means I get to cook dinner in peace. Yeah. <laughs> what a friend called Isaac, and he moved from Bumblebees to come to Butterflies. So I can play with him. Sadio, Carol. Carol, and also we've got Matilda, little Matilda, Alice. and Alice. And Alice has got a bus, which is very apt for Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> what would it be like if you didn't have all these activities and places to go? For me, it'd probably be quite lonely because I moved out here without any of my family, in lockdown, pregnant. My plan was, Isabella will go off and socialise and we'll all make new friends. And actually, if they weren't here, we wouldn't have done any of that. So I'd probably yeah. be quite lonely. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't have the car during the week, I have to find things in Ramsey to do. If there wasn't any groups on, then we'd have nothing to do. The aim of today is to make some decorations for the library. The library need lots. Alright, so you're going to be really, really busy. I like making paper chains. Yeah, it's quite satisfying, isn't it? Do you come here every week? Well, me and my little sister don't come every week, but we come some weeks. And I like doing the colouring. I'm making um, a black and red paper chain. Oh, that is very, very Halloween-y, isn't it? Stands for the blood and that stands for bats. Oh wow! I have one, two, three friends. Oh. And George. Lots of friends. This Isabella's showing us her drawing, which is of. Do you want to tell us about it? Daddy, I love the teeth. Yeah. And do you like coming to Bosch Club? Yeah. What do you like about it? I like having the sweets. You like having the sweets. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good reason to come, isn't it? Hello, what's your name? Georgie, I'm Georgie. Ah, it's nice to meet another Georgie. What are you doing, Georgie? Uh, making a paper chain, but I don't think it's turning out very well. Why is that? It won't go across the whole You're doing a very creative approach to the paper chain. So Val, this isn't the only thing the youth club helps with, is it? There's a lot more going on. Could you share a bit about that? Uh, we have some paid staff and some volunteers and we like to bring our volunteers through the club so they start with us when they're young at the Bosch Club and as they progress into Crunch we have a programme where they can volunteer with us from age 13 so they are young mentors and they do their level one and level two youth work they learn about safeguarding, first aid. We're really proud. We've trained over 20 local people in youth, in youth work. work. Wow. And quite a few of them have gone on to get jobs in childcare settings or local schools. Some of the young people have become sessional youth work staff with us here yeah. at Bosch and Crunch. I think we're going to go meet Sam and Chloe. Chloe. So Sam, I won't keep you for long because you have your hands full, but it would be it'd be so nice to hear a bit about how you got involved in becoming a youth worker. From the start, I think I came to the first Bosch session, which was 2012. I think maybe 2013. As a child, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah as a young person, yeah. yeah. And then I started volunteering and then eventually I got um, paid to pay to youth. Club. 
It's awesome. Great. Are you excited about the pavilion? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a great space. Um, it's more space, more facilities, more indoor space, but it's it's nice to have just a bit more. I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah. Yeah, excited. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Awesome. Cheers. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? So I'm still at school and I've been waiting to volunteer because I came through at Bosch and now I'm on to the old one for Crunch and I still work there. Now I've got the pleasure of volunteering with all of these lovely children. What does it mean for you, like, volunteering? It helps with your CV as you go up and older and apply for a job. But it's also just seeing the smiles and the creativity that all the ones come up with. Oh. It's amazing. And do you feel like you're giving a bit back from when you used to come? Yeah, because I really enjoyed it when I was younger and I just want them to have the same experience because I like to volunteer because if they didn't have enough workers or if one was ill, it means that they can still run because yeah. they still have enough people here. When I was little, I just moved here, so I hadn't made as many friends. And when I came to Bosch, uh, I made so many friends that happened to go to my school, it was unbelievable. So I had a head start with all my friends here. So. Thank you, Chloe. I'll let you get back to your job. Oh, thank you. That's how a space for community is being created in Ramsey. It's providing something for everyone, from toddlers through to grandparents and even something for our four-legged friends. Join us next time as we explore another space for community. But right now, I need to head off and make my own paper chain. Bye!